0: Welcome to the good life. Welcome to the good life. The wait is over. Welcome to the good life. And after all the talk, all I gotta say is Welcome to the good life. You're welcome. You're all welcome. Like we always do at this time. I go for mine. I get to shine.
1: 401 on a Friday. The Yankees are facing off elimination game against the Astros. So DMar was at this game yesterday and he's going to this game today. Um, big DJ Lemayhew supporter. What what's the deal with this game in section
2: 334? Again, section <laughs> section 326, 334 <laughs> is the foul pole. Um, 334 is where the specters were sitting last night, though. So. Um... We do have a connection to 334. It's a really big game, though, Jason. It's a it's a, it's a, a must-win, because if we don't win, then the season's over. Um, and it's against Justin Verlander, who's kind of owned us the past few years. And uh, I wouldn't say that it's a likely win, but I think that if we win this game, we have a good chance to win game six, and then all we have to do is beat Garrett Cole at home, which is, like, the hardest thing to do in baseball. So it's an uphill climb, but... It's very doable, um, and it's like I was saying to you before. Um, we had a pretty solid game against Verlander as far as games against Verlander go. We got the judge home run with someone on base. We had some other opportunities, and we took them to 11 with uh, our starter not making it out of the third inning. So if you think about it that way, things went really, really badly for Paxton, and we still kept the Astros close, probably should have won that game, uh, I think it's a winnable game, and I really hope we win, and I hope the season continues.
0: So, um, Zamba,
1: who are you looking at tonight? Who's got to be? Who's got to be good this game?
0: Tonight we need Glaber. Uh, we obviously need Didi to come alive, and Judge is going yard tonight. He's not going home without going without making another boom. Mm. And OJ, how about you? Who do you feel? I mean, the bottom of the lineup has basically
3: been automatic outs, and. I mean, the combination of Edwin, Gio, and Didi, for the most part, have just looked – they're putting together awful, awful at-bats. And it's not even that they're not producing. It's just you can tell when they're up. It's just they're not putting together quality at-bats. And Edwin being out of the lineup tonight, Stanton coming back in, hopefully we get a little spark. But I'm looking to the bottom of the order. I need Gio and Didi and Gardy to produce – and not just rely on DJ and Judge up at the top of the lineup.
2: Just so, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. I actually feel like the middle of the lineup too has been just absolutely brutal. There was I think two innings that started off with Gardner Sanchez and I'm telling you in that stadium <laughs> the vibe when Sanchez comes up. He hit a home run last night. So hopefully He's on steroids just he so starts getting, is. Sanchez he cannot <laughs> hit right now. He he hit that home run which I hope will help his confidence a bit but he has had an absolutely brutal postseason. Um, it's been, it's been he, bad, terrible. He really needs to get going.
1: So, um, the Astros are sort of my adopted team, as you guys know, since they're playing the Yankees. What are you guys <laughs> looking at? What are you guys looking at for the pitching? So, who's on the hill for the Yankees tonight? Who's going to need to play well, uh, or pitch well, I should say? D Tommy Lyons. Is he going to go back in again tonight?
3: Tyler. <laughs> Tyler.
2: Tyler Lyons. <laughs> I think, I think I speak for everyone when I say I hope not. Because <laughs> if, he does, if he does, that says a lot about where the Yankees are in this game. Uh, uh, no, I think uh, Paxton Verlander is not the matchup that we would want with the season on the line. But at the same time, Paxton didn't have a very good first start against the Astros. I think uh, it's hard to imagine him having a worse start. I'm going to knock on wood. I don't want to prompt it. But uh, if Paxton can go four or five, scoreless or two or fewer runs. That would be what we're looking for.
1: And then who do you want out of the bullpen, I'm back
0: Out of the bullpen? I don't know. You know, the whole regular season, Adovino's been filthy, but he's been shit in the bed. And also what concerns me about Paxton is, like, last game, it seemed like the Astros were reading his pitches. I don't know if you guys saw that with, like, with Bregman. It seemed like they know what he's throwing yeah. before he even, like, throws it. So I think he's going to go, like, two innings tonight, and we're going to be fucked. So, I don't know how to feel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not a lot of
3: confidence from Jared OJ. Do you feel the same way? Um, No, I don't think – I mean, as bad as the starting pitching was perceived, I don't think pitching has really been the problem this series. It's, it's we haven't been able to get the run support. And, I mean, ideally the starting pitching could go – give you length, give you six, seven innings. But that's not really what this team yeah. was expecting. I mean – I would be fine with four scoreless innings from Paxton, five scoreless innings, yeah, and then you hand it over to Canley, Ottavino, hopefully, and <laughs> Britain and Chapman, and and
2: then hopefully we can get out of Yankee Stadium with a dub and go to Houston. See, I totally agree with that because we've actually been pitching the Astros pretty tough, with the exception of like last night, um, and what's happened is we just haven't gotten hits when we had runners in scoring position. We've blown pretty much every uh, created, uh, with the exception of game one, and we've actually pitched the Astros uh, fairly well. Um, I kind of agree. If Paxton can give us four scoreless, and this is kind of a situational thing, but I thought Tanaka pitched okay last night, but Chad Green had to get up like three times in those first few innings because he got into jams. If Paxton can just be efficient for four or five and not have to make Chad Green warm up and sit back down and warm up and sit back down because I think that affected him once he got out there. That would be really huge. So I mean, I'm saying yeah, that for seven or eight from Paxton, but if he could just, like, manage the game sort of while we get up to a lead, hopefully, like, one solo or two-run shot against Verlander and then turn it over to the bullpen, that would be great. So, DeMar, there's been
1: some controversy over sign stealing, like Zomback was talking about. Is it happening? I don't. I don't. Um, I feel like everyone does it. Is it just getting more attention now because it's deeper in the playoffs?
2: Yeah, I think it's getting more attention now because it's deeper in the playoffs. Um, I'm not like too worried about it in terms of. I don't think it's illegal. Um, I don't think the Astros. I don't trust the Astros. I think they're probably um, probably sign stealing, but I don't think that's a problem. I think it's more annoying than anything. Like I, I agree. I would love it for – I would love it for this not to be something that we're worried about. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, you know, Severino was tipping against the Red Sox last year. Fucking Bregman, man. It always seems like he just figured out the signs, and it's pissing me off. Um, (laughs) Like, every single time I see that guy, it looks like he's just, like, telling someone about some kind of, like, (laughs) pitch-tipping. And I want it to stop. But ultimately – like OJ said, the pitching hasn't really been my concern for um, for this series. I know a lot of people online and, and at the stadium the other day were saying, like, oh, we should have traded for a pitcher. No, I think we just have to execute at the plate. Um,
3: Agree. Because
2: I think generally if the Astros score two runs in nine innings, three and 11, uh, we should win that game. I honestly think if the Astros score four runs, we should probably win that game too. Um this team has been scoring five or more runs pretty much all season, and um I know the Astros pitching is great, but I don't see why we can't do it at least a few more times here
1: and so
2: we saw what happened with c
1: last night zobach oh. as with all the emotions from all the years i still didn't, I still can't believe he's that big and he's able to pitch what was going through the, <laughs> what was going through the yankees uh Yankee fan's head as they watched maybe c final pitch?
0: I knew that game was over when he was in the game anyway. So, like, <laughs> at, th- at that point, I was really just, like, rooting for CC. I was like, this is probably his last start in Yankee Stadium. Let's see what he could do. And then, like, I don't know, to see him leave like that, it was really tough. And then he, like, sat in the dugout and started crying. Almost made me start crying. Wow, that was tough. But also, I feel like that was almost the perfect way for him to go out because he's always been, like, the warrior of our team. And he literally pitched until his arm fell off. And now he's retiring – and that's like a good send off for him.
2: Well, not literally, but almost. <laughs> that sort of Basically.
1: signaled that sort of signaled to me at the end of the season.
0: Um OJ,
1: how did you feel about that?
3: Thoughts? Yeah, that was not the way that we wanted it to end, but I mean <laughs> he literally separated his shoulder. It came out this morning, and he still threw like he tried his best. He threw that one warm up pitch and he's like, Nope. Um but just like watching I don't know. I saw, like, a thing with Girardi last night. He was talking about how much he meant and A-Rod and Big Poppy. And he's just – he's a legend, and he affected so many people. He won us a World Series. You um, know the Red
1: Sox won the World Series last year, by the way.
3: I'm sorry. I had to throw that in. You did, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, A-Rod says he thanks him, like, every time he sees him for that World Series. I mean, he won us a World Series. And, I don't know, He's he's probably – my favorite Yankees pitcher um, from my time, just because I've seen him, like, my whole uh, life as a Yankees fan. And, yeah, it just sucked that it had to end like that, but I love him. So, um, Demard and I were talking about earlier.
1: He thinks it's, that… You don't have about CC. No, about uh, Aaron Boone as a manager. I thought yeah. last year he was disastrous, especially in the postseason, watching him manage against the Red Sox. Demart said he has improved this year. So we'll start with Zonbach. What do we think? Are you a big boon guy as a Yankees fan?
0: Look, I agree with you. I think last year, he, you could just tell in the Yankees-Red Sox series that the Red Sox manager was just a better overall manager. But this year, I think, he's, I think he's taken big steps forward. But one thing I don't understand what he's done with this series is you see in the first game, Glaber was, like, batting – I think he was batting third. And he had one of the best games of his career – and he hasn't been back in that spot since, and he's been lost. You know, so stuff he's been doing has been making me scratch my head, but I have faith in him. I don't know.
2: I think he was dropping Glaber to try to compensate for Stanton not being in the lineup, but I don't really like that because I think having, having your first three be LeMahieu, Judge, and Glaber is a really, like, formidable – Dominant. Dominant yeah, just... first three, and I think we should be sticking with that. Me
3: too. OJ, OJ, how do you feel? I think Boone, he gets a really bad rap, especially just like Yankees fans are very critical just overall. Um, But I I think he's doing a good job this year. I mean, obviously we've put up with so many injuries and he still has control of that clubhouse. And he's he's really persevered through like so many of these guys just dropping and guys you have never heard of are producing. I mean, Mike Ford and – these guys help us win games throughout the whole season. And now that it's in the playoffs, it's a, there's a microscope on him, and he's. I think he's doing a fine job. I'm, I'm not critical of Aaron Boone.
1: Um, so there's been reports, or I guess A.J. Hitch said this. Actually, no, I want to talk about Aaron Hicks first. So Aaron Hicks uh, has been horrific this year. <laughs> um,
3: and, he's barely played.
1: Yeah, Jason, and I, I want to. He played 60 games, and he batted 235.
2: <laughs> yeah, I want to I wanna make sure you're coming from the right place with this Aaron Hicks thing I think Hicks should be on the team I don't think he should be uh, the thing that I'm critical of with the way they've handled the Hicks situation is because he hadn't played a month and then he came back and, um, and I don't think that Hicks is the kind of player who is so important to our team that we should be like if Hicks can play at all and he's feeling healthy we have to get him back out there I think that for Judge, you should do that. For like Glaber, you should do that. For LeMahieu, you should do that. For Hicks, I feel like we were doing great without him. Cameron Mabin was playing well. Stanton was playing well. I don't really understand why Hicks is playing for Mabin, even though he's been getting good at bats. Over the course of the season, Mabin was hitting better. Um, and I think they were pretty similar in terms of how many, uh, how many total at bats they had. So, it's not that I don't like Hicks. I think that Given the situation, I'm not sure it makes sense to keep playing picks like this.
1: So, Demert, you have beef with John Smoltz, I've heard. Do the yeah. rest of you do the rest of you have an issue with the way John Smoltz has been calling these games?
3: Yeah, he's clearly biased. I mean, he's it's not he's not even trying to hide it. It's it's really gotten to the point. It's getting on my nerves.
0: Yeah, cool. I I'm I have more of a beef with Joe Buck. Honestly, I, I hate him. He's the worst out of all of them in, in the booth. He's so anti <laughs> everything he says. I think. So, so a combination
3: of those two, uh, then ridiculous. it's just awful.
2: Just so you know, my thing with John Smoltz isn't new. It's been like since 2017. He's just a – he's a total Yankee hater. He lost two World Series to the in the 90s, and he's never gotten over it, even though his job is now to comment on baseball neutrally. And <laughs> in the Twin Series, he was just like <laughs> – he was like dropping unfortunately, Like he was like, but unfortunately, <laughs> Zed is out there. A few years ago, he was like – audibly, like, groaning when uh, the Indians would get ball calls he didn't agree with. Like, it just, John Smoltz has to stop. This is actually exciting, by the way. I think I found John Smoltz's burner account. um, because Because I I tweeted something about John Smoltz last night, and someone I don't know responded. He said something that didn't really make a lot of sense. It was like, unless the Yankers lose or something. And then I looked at who he was. This guy has been responding. To lots of random people talking about John Smoltz on Twitter, and I think it might be John Smoltz. I he's, he's not doing it during the games.
3: You should <laughs> shout out his Twitter handle so we can all roast him.
2: Here, one second. I'm gonna find it. Um. Anyways, John we'll Smoltz continue. Fake Twitter.
3: <laughs> <As> is <laughs> all right.
1: We'll keep going as you look S- it up.
2: Schaffner R S Schaffner. I think is John Smoltz's burner account.
1: All right, R, R. R. S Schaffner. Um, so, alleged Brunner account. Um, so, the strikeouts have been really interesting in this series because the Yankees have had the most strikeouts in the majors this season and their hitters have had the fewest. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to strike these guys out. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you guys, you know, when they, it's easier for them to tag up because they don't strike out. How do, how, what do the
2: Yankees do at this point?
1: You know, it just seems like there's so many guys that can just get hits on this asterisk I mean mean,
2: that way, but they haven't been. Um, They they haven't been hitting that well, really. Uh, I mean, if you look down the Astros lineup, it's like a lot of people hitting in the 100s and low 200s, which is why it's so frustrating because the Yankees are just not hitting. Um, It's kind of like OJ said before. I think the pitching is fine, and obviously the Astros have a lot of good hitters, but – those guys aren't really hitting right now.
1: They really did, but the Yankees had, it, in terms of the other side of it, the Yankees struck out too many times. Yeah. Game
3: yeah, that was, yeah.
1: It's a big issue. I think,
3: I think like the strikeouts, it shouldn't be really surprising. I mean, it's not like the Yankees have these dominant, powerful pitchers that get 10, 12 strikeouts a game. Tanaka and Paxton, you know, they'll get six strikeouts. And, uh, the Yankees, they've been known to strike out, and it's home run or bust, and...
2: Yeah, I'm but not... even though it's, they're known to strike out, the quality of at-bats that, like, the last few games that Edwin Encarnacion's been having is, is really bad. He Brutal. Looks, he looks kind of lost up there. Sanchez, too, just really, those guys, and Gardner, the weird thing about Gardner in this Astros <laughs> series, he's been taking a lot of strikes. Um, and i don't really know him to be the kind of person who takes strikes like that but he's been he's been taking a lot of like obvious looking strikes um and i don't really know what's going on with him
3: but yeah it's super frustrating just watching these balls go right down the middle and they're just and Gardner is known to be aggressive like you were saying he's just sitting back and watching them go by and then every count gets to 0-2 1-2 and we're chasing or we're taking it's just it's it's not good
0: yeah but we end, we end too many at bats yeah. with strikeouts when with- Runners in scoring position. it's been really yeah. frustrating. I mean you had bases loaded in yeah. the
3: fifth and the fifth
1: and the first and then did nothing with it. Um, yeah, gonna... Well, for
2: one of them it was Gary Sanchez up, so I kind of expected Who's the on
1: <laughs> The Glaber <laughs>
2: The Glaber one I um It's gonna come out, and when
1: it comes out, you guys can refer back to this. I'm just I'm just telling you guys that. Okay, continue anyway.
2: <laughs> the Glaber at bat I was really disappointed with. I actually didn't think he went. Um, but I didn't have a great view because I was on the other side, so it's possible. Section
1: three twenty six.
2: Section three. If you want to no, hang out with T-Mart. was last night? I think it was three twenty eight last night. You said
3: Demart. Um, yeah. are you going to the game tonight?
2: Yeah,
1: three twenty six. Nice, three twenty six, yeah. baby. Um, so they are saying Stanton. What is that? Like sixty percent? Yeah. So is yeah, Stanton at six? Is Stanton at sixty percent better than having someone else on the team in? How do you guys feel about that?
3: I think so, we just need to switch the lineup up. Like, the the way we had it before was not working. So, I think we're just – I mean, this is possibly our last game of the season. So, why not just put Stan out there, see if we can make a difference? I mean, last night we were kind of killing for just a stand to come up and provide some confidence.
2: Yeah, Jason, I think you're going to like this. Um, the uh... – the New York Yankees in the playoffs this year when Giancarlo Stanton plays are 4 and 0. The New York Yankees when Stanton does not play are 0 and 3. Wow. And he is uh, nice, and not, not a manager. big math guy. Yeah, what? not a big math guy, but I think 4 and 0 is better than 0 and 3. Um and I don't wow. actually think we want him for his bat so much as the protection that he gives like Judge and um and Right. You and Glaber and all those other guys. Well, not so much LeMahieu because he's just a machine, but like Judge and Glaber and those guys. Because if you have someone like Stanton up there, it changes the way you pitch to Judge or to Torres. Whereas if you have Aaron Hicks or if you have Brett Gardner, it's not really the same fear factor. You have to be a lot more careful with Judge. Um, whereas uh, just having Stanton's presence in the middle of the lineup, having someone who can go yard like that, I think is huge.
0: I need um, a, I'm need i waiting to be impressed by Giancarlo. I know he's been hurt all year, like, literally all year. But even last year and then this postseason, like, I just haven't been impressed with him yet. He hasn't – besides the first game he played as a Yankee, he hit, like, three home runs or something. And then since then, he's pretty much been mediocre to me. I, I'm waiting. I, I'm hoping tonight's the night. And then we start off – he's going to have a great playoff run once we come back from 3-1. And then that's oh, going to yeah. be it. He's going to be a Yankee legend. But I need to be impressed by Giancarlo.
3: OJ, any thoughts for that? Uh, Yeah, he – I like Stan in the lineup. Like Dmar was saying, it, it gives him presence. Like, if you see Stan lurking on deck, you're not going to be so, like, conservative pitching to uh, Hicks or Glaber, whatever it is. And they're going to get more pitches to hit because they're not going to want to face Stan. So just the simple presence of him – The lineup will help, and who knows? He can, he can, he can swing like sixty percent and hit the ball five hundred feet. So, I don't know. Yeah, Um, and just
2: in terms of Paxton facing the Astros lineup, the Astros have been killing us primarily with Jose Altuve and Michael Brantley, and Carlos Correa was being timely. But if you look at the middle of the Astros lineup, Yuli Gurriel is hitting horrible zero six three. Jordan Alvarez, Alvarez is hitting is zero joke. six seven. Carlos Correa is is hitting one seventy six. Uh, Chirinos, <laughs> Chirinos, still hasn't gotten a hit, and Josh Reddick <laughs> is hitting two eighty six. So, and Springer is hitting one eighteen. So it's not like Breckman? the Astros have been like killing us at the plate. We just really have to get hits.
1: What's Bregman hitting?
2: Bregman's hitting one eighty two. Yeah. So, look,
1: look
3: it's just Altuve. I,
1: I wanna.
2: I wanna take a quick break for Demar to tell this story
1: I really enjoyed hearing it yesterday um the Sweet but Psycho case um D-Mart, can you just give a brief can you just give a brief recap of what of who you saw yesterday and the story
2: about this young Greylocker's grandma taking to the game grandma of the year already all right so um so Andrew Berman was at the game last night and um he was calling me a few times as I was on the way, as I was on the train, and then on the line outside, he was telling me to meet him in various places. He seemed to keep moving around the park. He was in left field at first. Uh, you should introduce where... him to the viewers that don't Okay.
1: Know. Yeah. Jared, do you even know who that is? No, I don't. Yeah, okay. So do a little debriefing.
2: Do you mind? Uh, <laughs> Andrew Berman <laughs> hey, study a freshman. 001. Say what? He's study on Andrew Berman. Let's go. <laughs> uh, okay. Andrew Berman was a freshman at Greylock this summer. Um... He has, uh, he has a very, like, sweet first impression, but if you get to know him a little bit, he's kind of a psycho, um, <laughs> in the best possible way, uh, and, uh, because of that song, Sweet but Psycho, we've been calling him that, and, um, he loves it, uh, so he was calling me a lot, trying to, trying to meet up somewhere in the, in the stadium, and then I got there kind of early, so me and, uh, Jeff Mazes, who I went to the game with, shout out Jeff, uh, General we were Jeff. we were on our way to right field to see him, and then we were like, well, I've never seen uh, – I haven't seen the Monument Park at the new stadium ever because I'm not usually there that early. So Jeff said he went, and it was cool, so we went there. So I told Andrew that we were at Monument Park, and he was like, okay, I'm coming. And uh, then he drama. said there was a long line, and then all of a sudden he was like, wait, no, I'm in. So then I was looking for him, like, at the entrance, And he just wasn't there. And then he called me and said he was at the George Steinbrenner, like, plaque, which is the (laughs) biggest plaque in the whole thing. So I turned around trying to find him, and he wasn't there. Uh, And then I told him to lift his hand up because I was on the phone with him. And he lifts his hand up, and I see, like, right in front of me, in front of this wall, um, is Ander. And I go, oh, I'm right behind you. He turns around. He sees me, and he screams, like, Demar! And then he, like, runs through Monument Park right up to me. It was, like, the most sweet but psycho thing I've ever seen. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's my Ander Berman story. From.
1: And shout out to Andrew Berman's grandma for taking him on a
2: Thursday night. How many Jewish yeah. grandmas are taking really on Thursday afternoon? The grandma and of Andrew, the year, 100%. Grandma of the year. Ander got there at 4.30, wow. which is oh before the God. gates.
1: That's, that's, that's a big commitment for the grandma. She better be a diehard Yankees fan or a really good grandma. Anyways, um, shout-out to Andrew Berman's grandma if you're listening to this. You're always welcome For on the sure. pod grandma, whenever yeah. you want um, Yeah, guest appearance. Guest appearance. Andrew's grandma. We won it. it. Um, all right, let's conclude with this. I want to hear from each of you guys. What has to happen? I know we already discussed what has
2: to happen, but boil it down to a few key points, and then we'll end it with that. Steve go first. Okay, what has to happen is James Paxton has to go at least four, um, and he can't give up more than two runs. And then uh, we have to get a home run or a bit of timely hit from somebody who's not Judge Lemay or course.
3: OJ. Okay. okay, so, yeah, I'd agree with everything Demar said. And just to add on, um, we have to capitalize with runners in scoring position. I mean, every inning it seemed like last night we had opportunities and I would get my hopes up and get, like, five inches from the TV and then just we're incapable of starting a rally with base hits. It's it's just a home run or bust, like I was saying. Um, so capitalizing with runners in scoring position and the bullpen needs to pull it together, and I think we got a good shot tonight. And Zamba?
0: Yeah, I think the most important thing tonight is going to be getting to Verlander. Like, if we can get him out of there after six, then I think we have a really good shot at getting this game. Also, our batters—they gotta be savages again. We haven't been savages this, this series, so I'm looking for them to really wake up tonight. Hopefully, we can keep the season alive.
1: Oh my guys are savages. <laughs> um, so, as many of you listeners know, we have a lot of state governors on the podcast and elected <laughs> officials, and so they usually plug things like they afford their health care act, if they're building a new park or anything. Jared, Jared, do you have anything to plug as we conclude?
0: Oh, t- oh, fuck! I don't know. Um, OJ. <laughs>
3: um, shout out to Heat Check, of course, and thank you, Jason, for having us. It was
1: nice yes. talking yeah, all thanks. of you. <laughs> of course, and Appreciate then D Mart. Of course, and D Mart. You have a. You actually, Mart, actually
2: does have something to plug. Um, yeah, it's called I the ten do. million dollars charity case. I'm I'm plugging DJ Lemayhew, uh, just generally. He's been so great, and I want to plug him. Uh, I think everyone to just buy his merchandise. Uh, I think people should create merchandise for DJ Lemayhu. I, I want, like, a real groundswell of Lemayhu support. He's only making $10 million, <laughs> $10 million. He's worth at least, like, two hundred. Um So I don't want us to sign him for $200 million. I just want You're him to somehow have $200 million. <laughs> um, so, yeah, support DJ LeMahieu.
1: You're speaking to him as, like, he's, like, he has some like terminal illness when he's in the hospital. No. Donate to the DJ LeMahieu Foundation.
2: He's no, only he, he only has ten million. Like he's
1: underpaid, which he is. And shout out to John Henry for making the worst MLB contract decisions. That's who I'm plugging. Um, we're not gonna have Mookie Betts next season, and it's absolutely terrifying to think about that. The Yankees
0: will get him.
1: Just don't go to the Yankees. I, I it's already enough. Or, with DJ I think LeMahieu. we're gonna
0: get we're gonna get one of these three players: Gerrit Cole, Mookie, or. Or a fucking JD. Strongly. I really believe we're going to
1: get I'm going to be so upset if you get JD or fucking. I mean, I'll be upset if you get any of them, but if that happens, I'm going to fucking lose
2: it. I think we're going one, one more Spencer thing. Here. What if we get Mookie and then the Red Sox get Aaron Hicks? Oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> if if
1: Jordan, <laughs> they don't
2: they they don't need. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Fun would
3: have. Jason, joke. one more thing. Yeah. Michigan is going down tomorrow. Oh, we'll see about that. So, Jared,
1: for yeah. the listeners that don't know, Jared goes to Maryland. I know we're getting a little off track here. They beat Howard, I think, 79-0, right? Yeah, that
0: was so, a did
1: Camden's brother. And then they've, they've gone a little downhill. Are you still yeah. confident in the season?
0: I'm looking forward to the basketball season, everyone. Uh, <laughs> that Penn State game was absolutely brutal. I was there. I was at the game. I left after the second quarter. It was
2: horrible. <laughs> I'm, also, um, I'm also looking forward to basketball. Yeah,
0: basketball, College basketball and NBA season cannot come quick enough, honestly. All right. Well,
1: yeah. everyone, listen to the pod. Drop everything when you hear this. Uh, it was nice talking to you guys. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. All
2: nice right. Talk. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for having us.